Hey everybody, Armin Show, episode number 28, November 28th. We continue rolling. This one I want to talk about high energy times versus low energy times in a society or in your own life. I never have a really long intro. I just start going. Thanks for listening. Hope you are subscribed or whatever it is on iTunes, Google Play. Hope you've enjoyed any episodes you've listened to. Shoutouts to Scotland, listeners, listeners in America, whoever it may be. It's cool. Now, high energy times and low energy times. So, there are periods in a society where everything is happening. There's events, there's congregation between people. Could be a Halloween festivity, could be... It's usually related to weekends and or events, but it can also be related to a protest or a change in a rule, maybe. These various times, everybody comes together. There's a lot of energy. Things are happening. You want to put out as much as you can at those times, making moves, if you're a move maker. Whatever it is, do a lot. Push as much as you can at those times because it's not even close, the value as compared with when things cool off. When things cool off, let's say in a recession type of market or a time when there's no social activities that are big, the difference is huge. It's a huge difference. It doesn't even compare. One minute of solid activity time is worth like... Two hours of low energy time. So it's worth it to just put in more effort, a couple more minutes, 10 more minutes, an hour of high energy during that active time than to put in three hours when people aren't there or uh, there's no event or there's no reason to be doing stuff or the weather is much cooler or it's raining, whatever it might be. You have to match the energy of society. You don't have to, but it is way more efficient. I like to get these abstract concepts out there because that's how I think about things, abstract concepts like that. There's nothing tangible. I don't want to give a tangible thing there for you to do, but you can translate it to your own happenings. Anytime there's been a high energy time and I just kept pushing, 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 I got like nine things done in a day. Uh, versus if I tried to do that on a time when it didn't fit right, I might have gotten one or two. It's not even close. That was the main point for this episode. Now, switching gears here, I would like to discuss products. Products you own, products you use. These things are a big part of your existence, your phone, your printer, what you have. And... It's good to take into account what you have once in a while. You could do it from the gratitude point of view, or you could do it from an inventory point of view. What do I have? What can I use it for? Maybe you have some things you're not using. You already have them. Uh, Rethinking about, wait a minute, what can I do with this? Does this have value? Should I put it as a gift for somebody in Christmas? Should I uh, read this book? Should I send it to Goodwill? This shirt, I'm not wearing it. Things should be used, right? So you look around, is everything around you in your room, in your vehicle, maybe your vehicle, is it being used? 
Probably not. You have a bag of clothes. You got to organize that. Get it out there. I did. I've done that a few times where I had a bunch of clothes. One by one, I tried them on. They didn't fit. I sent them out at Goodwill or I gave them to somebody. Maybe. Same thing with shoes. Whatever. Your desk. Is your desk useful for you right now? Can you put up a whiteboard on your wall? Would that be useful? Looking at the products around you can have some solid value. Maybe you have a space for a tree that you could plant fruits in. Like a fruit tree in your backyard or some area or have an herb plant on your table. There's space for it. If you have something, you want to leverage it, as is said in business, because somebody out there doesn't have it and is looking at you like, wow, you could do stuff. What a what a different story. Yeah, that's your products. So yeah, that's two topics actually. High and low energy times and the products that you have. Armin, do you want to toss in a third topic? Great idea. The third topic is people. And not just people, that is generic. Finding Usually people want certain things. If you don't provide those things, they don't even see you. So if you're a YouTuber and you have an audience in mind, that audience wants certain things. If you don't give it to them, but you want to be having that audience, nope. Maybe at work. Well, all things are work, so why do I say at work? But with a client or someone you service for, they want certain things. That's it. Anything else that you provide out of that category might be looked at as okay. But it's not going to get the job done. has to fit. And related to the book I'm reading, it's very hormonally based. Uh, you might, like mim- mimicry of a person's body language releases mesolimbic dopamine. They feel happy. That's, I mean, that tells you why mimicry is useful. All these little methods that work well is because they're attached to the reward pathways we already have built in. You do the thing. The person feels happy when you do the thing without even knowing. Unless it's me, but for the most part, without even knowing. These things are part of our daily life. Yeah. Take that into account. All right. This has been episode number 28, the Armin Show podcast on November 28th. Three different topics, high energy and low energy times, products that you have using them, and people matching what they are looking for. Also, I want to toss in, I'm going to look at Scott H. Young's blog again and continue to look at it slash read it. And uh, maybe I will, if I point, uh, if I see something to point out, I will report back on a future episode. Because it was a good blog. He was writing even a year or two before I started writing my site back in 2008. So that's quite a bit of time. All right, talk to you.